0: Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly Spill, where we tell you what's real with reality TV. I'm Kelly. I'm Sam. And so sorry that we did not do an episode this past weekend like we originally promised. We tried. It was totally my fault. Like, I was so hungover. But you know what? I was tired, too, from traveling and doing stuff past, like, couple weekends, so... Honestly, I was like, all right, Kelly hasn't texted me, but I'm not going to text her because (laughs) I just really am so tired that I don't want to. So I just feel like the vibe is we're not doing this. Oh my gosh, you guys. So instead of driving down, so I had the wedding. No, so Thursday, which is why we couldn't record. I went up to New York. So my dad became a U.S. citizen finally. So I went up to go see that. They did a whole little like citizenship thing. And then we got dinner. But then I had a wedding on Saturday, so I had to come back to Maryland. And it's just, like, a busy... From Thursday until Sunday, essentially, because I took the train down to D.C. instead Mm -hmm. of driving. Thank the fucking Lord I didn't drive down. Why? I was so hungover on Sunday that if... Driving hungover is hell. So, like, driving hungover in D.C., is, like, extra hell, like, so I took the Mark train down, it's an hour, I got on the train, and I slept, like, it was fine, it was perfect, Ted picked me up, but when I got home, we put on a show, we're watching a show called I'm a Killer, and it's about, totally different than what we talked about on this show, but, (laughs) but it's reality, I mean, yeah, technically is reality, but it talks about, like, people on death row, so, and they interview the people on death row, I kept falling asleep, and I would wake up, and Ted was playing Xbox, so, and I would say, like, oh, how long was I asleep? And he's, like, two hours, and I was, no like, way. oh, I thought it was, like, ten minutes. <laughs> so, oh like, my God. I definitely couldn't record. I was so exhausted, because the wedding didn't end until, like, 12.30, one o'clock, mm-hmm. and then people were hanging out after, so, like, I didn't go to bed until, like, three or four. And then you had to get up and get on a train, and mm-hmm. and you were traveling a lot Thursday, Friday, we went to brunch Saturday before yeah. the wedding, so it was a lot. The brunch food was really good. It was really yummy. That bacon jam, I don't even know what the heck bacon jam is, but it was really good. And we got the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. It was fun. It was nice to see everybody. I like that it wasn't just mimosas. I, I love a brunch where they give you options, because you know what? I mean, I'm usually the one to stick to mimosas, but... It's nice because everybody doesn't like Moses. Yeah. And the Bellinis they had were really good. Ted was drinking beer, so... Yeah, it's something for everybody. Yeah. And I feel like I have a lot of friends, or, like, we have a lot of friends that are allergic to citrus, so, like... That's a good point. They were able to get stuff, and it worked out really well, but... It was tiring, but now we're here, so... We're back. We will be recording an episode probably... What, Sunday? I think Sunday. Sunday. We're going to watch the reunion for Love is Blind. So I I literally binged the entire show last week in like two days. But that's also because I was driving up to New... I personally wasn't driving, <laughs> but Ted was driving up to New York. So I had my AirPods in, had it on my phone on Netflix, like just watching it and it was we, i got to the wedding thing like right when i hit jersey so i was able to finish the episode and ted literally looks over to me i am
1: bawling <laughs> my eyes
0: out crying so there's a lot to talk about there on screen off screen drama yeah i think to me it's more digestible than the bachelor because it's not asking for like 4 hours it's not asking a week a for, for my, my life. life yeah yeah i i can't do that i can't commit my life to you on top of the other shows that I already love it's one and and done exactly and for the the most part it's like to me if you're gonna have filler in a show which every show for the most part has some filler you need it you can't be two hours though then you can only be one hour Mm -hmm. because I can't watch like 40 I can't watch an hour and a half of filler and then a half hour of content yeah it doesn't work for my life It's boring to me. I spend, I end up like being on my phone the whole time and I'm not paying attention. Also, I think like, and we can probably talk about this more on Sunday. Yeah. But I think the biggest difference between that and The Bachelor for me is I used to watch The Bachelor back when it was The Bachelor. Like, now people go on The Bachelor just because they know they can get like deals and like clout and like all of this stuff from The Bachelor, where like Love is Blind was entirely new. No one knew it was going to be as big. And, now it's huge, so. They go on for, like, the, I was going to say the skinny tea, but honestly, I feel like people have dropped that ever since Jamila Jamel yeah. called them out as diuretics. See, yeah, I haven't been, they are. They are. I haven't seen any skinny tea. So, you know what, thing, good for so. you, Jamila, because people were pissed about it, but she got them to stop. Yeah, I haven't, but even the Kardashians, it's like, why the fuck are you, like, and you know they're not drinking it. They're not drinking it. They work out like a fuck ton, get plastic like yeah. they're doing other stuff, not drinking skinny tea. So Yeah, they don't look like that from skinny tea, and that was the biggest issue too. It's like, you know what, you wanna make money, that's fine, but you're making money off of false pretenses. Also, imagine the amount that they had to pay them. The Kardashians to, to do so, that. Like it was like Chloe, not even like Rob. Like yes. it wasn't it was like a higher level Kardashian than like Rob or China, who's loosely Connected yeah, to, lose, like, <laughs> But... But speaking of productions, they are coming back. They are moving to Friday night, I believe. Which I think will be, like, I think they've realized their target audience doesn't watch it when it comes out. So, Friday night, yes, you don't get the best ratings that night. But people stream it, so... People stream it, and I think the thing about Friday, too, I mean, this is also just me, like, on Friday night, after working all week, I'm not always wanting to go out and yeah. do something. I'm like, I'm tired, I just but want to stay But I'll stay, stay in. up later. Yeah, but I'll stay up later and watch it live on TV, where it's like, on a Sunday night, I'm tired, I have to get ready for the work week. But also, Sunday's prime, like... Sunday is prime, but I think they also end up competing with a lot of show like you know music shows or award oh, shows yeah. that come on Sundays and then they have to compete with that and I think that the award shows usually went out over yeah and show. I feel like they've realized like people are gonna watch the Kardashians either at the time that it's coming out or streaming because I only ever stream so I barely watch shows anymore at the time they come out yeah I very rarely do if I'm awake and I'm not doing anything like siesta key i'll watch when it comes on because it's at eight o'clock so it's a manageable time yeah shows even shows at nine o'clock i'm like this is pushing it people is pushing it like when yeah. the challenge wasn't the challenge on later it was on from like nine to 10 30 i'm like yeah. you guys are really pushing it here 10 30 you're asking for a lot and well, the challenge is also coming back i was gonna say when is it did they come up with a date yet end of march i heard is the rumor okay so this month it looks like it's going to be very have you watched the trailer I've, like, seen parts of it. I haven't watched the full thing. Okay, so the twist this season, which I think is amazing, is that TJ said, you cannot get to the final unless you have been, without doing an elimination. Ooh, that is a good one. Which is amazing, because there are so many people who got got all the way to the final, and they don't see one elimination. And it's like, you just, what did you do? You just skated by. What, didn't Cara Maria not yeah, see she didn't any. see it. um what's his face? Uh Rogan. Oh yeah. And he, he was a rookie. He was on the one, like remember, oh, yeah, yeah. But... He, he gassed out. He was basically a rookie. Yeah. He gassed out in the first half hour. But he skated through to the end without seeing one elimination. And that's just insane. No, I like that role. I right? think it will make it very interesting. So because it doesn't matter like if you're the best at the game, it's all about who's the best at that challenge, so... Exactly, so if you suck... We've seen good people go home because of a yes. fucking hard... Or, like, it wasn't their skill. Yeah, it wasn't their night, and they go home. So I think this is perfect, because now also it's like, yes, you, you're you going to have alliances, but your alliance is only going to get you so far, because at the end of the day, you're still going to have to go into an elimination. So they can only save you so much. Yeah. I just, I wish they would do something like... I don't know, that would, like, restrict them from having a, like... Yeah. I don't know, do something, I don't know how like, do it, but mid-season, I like, they have to switch. Or, like, I don't think... But it would take away from the politics and the drama yeah. and, like, all of that stuff. That's true. That's half the show is them politicking and the drama that that creates and the double-crossing. Mm-hmm. But it is also a solo challenge. So, people are going to have alliances, but at the end of the day, the only person who's going to get you to win is yourself. Oh, yeah. Because, and I... Hmm. It still gets me heated that the UK team did not see how fucking stupid they were being.
1: Ugh. They got rid
0: of. I mean, in the end, they ended up winning. Yeah, but, but not because of their themselves. Like, no, it was because of they team had US. Yeah, we go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> CT and having a what's his face um, Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't because of their skill exactly. They they were being manipulated that entire season by Kara and Pauly, and I'm so glad they're not going to be on the season. Oh, I heard a, this was a while ago, but maybe we talked about this, but they did an interview, and they're just like, yeah, we're just taking time off to, like, really focus on ourselves and, like, what, like, our personal, like, businesses and, like, being an entrepreneur and, like, stuff like that. I was like, mm. No. Sorry, but <laughs> y'all were hated so much by the audience that they probably demanded. You were off the air. You're off. They and you know what? They needed a break. <laughs> she, both of them just looked unwell. They looked so unwell the entire season, mentally, physically, emotionally. They looked like they needed to just be, be like in isolation with no social media, no cameras following them. The the Fame of MTV, which, like, let's be real, it's not even, like, it's, you know, A-level fame. No. It's D-level, D or B-level f- fame. At best. At, At best. Like... But just that little fame got to both of their heads. I mean, it probably got to mine, like... <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think you would become no, the probably crazy not. maniacs that I became. mean, guys, we have people listening to this podcast, and I'm just going fame crazies. I was <laughs> like... Uh, yeah i am the co-host of the week so you know just I'm so yes how'd you know you saw me in an instagram post yes. oh my god i know do you want my autograph while we're here no no ma'am we don't okay well in a few years it'll be worth something so, yeah, so let me just give it to you anyway and you know what let's get a picture with a fan too i should start doing that this is going to be worth money someday just going around handing out napkins. Ma'am, who are you? Um, excuse me, you've never heard of the yeah. weekly spill. It could be a good marketing strategy. It, it could be. We can get like business cards and just start handing them out. So, but we can talk about, let's talk about Floribama. You had those season finale last week, and I know we couldn't record. Jesus. Sorry, guys, my dog records with us, not, not with us, but, like, she she's down in the room, and she just, like, pushed me and Sam out of the way. She has but, a lot of energy right now. I don't know why, but Floribama, Gus, and Nilsa, first season where Nilsa wasn't, like, all, like, I feel like if we look at Nilsa from season one, season, like, she would have been all over that. I think she has had... Her and Amy both, I think, have had the biggest evolutions so far in the scene, in the show. I think Gus is pretty much the same. Jeremiah is pretty much the same. Cody... I think all of them are pretty much the same, but Nilsa rege- basically rejecting Gus was a big step for her. Oh, huge. I was... Um, they did the whole, like, flashbacks. You remember when they were, like, flashing back to, like, season one, season two talking through, like, when Gus and Nilsa were talking. Do you remember that? Yeah. The amount of lip filler she has gotten... Is insane. Is insane. But she, like, blown the fuck up, like, facial-wise. Like, her lips, like, she can't even close them. Like, it's gotten so bad. And she w- she's still very pretty, but, yeah. like, season one Nilsa didn't... Ha- she had her boobs done because she got that before the show, but, like... She had a little bit of like I, no, I don't think she actually had filler. Her lips might just been naturally. Yeah, bonded. but the filler now, it's just like, ooh. <laughs> but I like, I feel like out of everyone, she's had the most. Gross. I was gonna say work done, but <laughs> <laughs> both, both. <laughs> yeah, I think I definitely out of everybody, she's had the most work done. But it's not like she. Hadn't had work done. She had her boots done before, so she was no stranger to plastic surgery. No, but it's just, like, it's just, like, seeing that, like, montage was just, like, oh, what, like, I know what she looks like now, and it's just, like, seeing it all in one, like, steady swoop was a little alarming. A lot. But that's the fad. She's trying to keep up with the Instagram girls, and it's a fad that needs to go. I literally... There was those TikTok videos Mm -hmm. where they put the glue, like, on the top of your lip, and you press it up like that, and you hold it, and it's supposed to make you look like you have lip filler. No way. I was watching people, maybe it was, like, last night or the night before, do this, and I was like, the fuck is going on? That's sad, when people are gluing their lips to make it look like they have fillers. After this, I will show you this video. I, I do not have TikTok, and I just... I'm like I'm afraid to even get into it because I feel like people just go down rabbit holes. I don't on it. have TikTok. I think it I think it came on, up on one of those like influencers that I like actually watch and then they yeah. were like like oh, let me do a TikTok fad type thing. Mm, okay. So But yeah, they use like um things like eyelash glue and like stick it up like that. That is that's so messed up. I don't I personally don't think I need lip filler. You don't like, I'm happy with the size of my lips, maybe, and if you, like, your lips thin as you yeah. get older, so maybe, but I don't but, think I need it. But that's, here's the thing, is like, it's so prevalent right now that it's, like, I've said to you, I'm like, do I need lip filler? And it's like, I have very normal size lips. Yeah. Like, they're not I, huge, but they're, they're fine. And I think me and you both have, like, the defined, like, upper lip, where, yes. like, that's not the look. No. Like. The look is to have the ballooned out, like, no definition in your Cupid's bow. It's just been lost. The Cupid's bow has been lost, and I'd like to find it again. Yeah, I like my Cupid's bow. Like, it helps me put on lipstick. Right? I just feel like it looks cute. Like, it's, you know, it's a little, like, separator to your lips. Yeah. And, like, people are getting lip filler to the point where they don't have one. It's too much. And Nilsa doesn't have one. No. And, you know what? I get if it makes you happy, but I also feel like... We should start feeling okay with our own lips again. Yeah. And they have all the fucking Instagram filters that yeah, it's filter like it. You can and lips are so easy to overdraw and like make the illusion. Yeah. Like you don't have to go permanent. I agree. And I feel like and I feel like too once you mess up your lips, it can be hard to reverse that damage. Real Bierman? Yeah, I mean she had the The filler dissolved and then she had to have put more, more, put a little bit more put back in. It's like if you stretch out your skin, Mm -hmm. like 600 pound life, like you get to 600 pounds, you lose all the weight. The skin's still there. Like there's nowhere for the skin to go. So So it's the same, exactly, same idea. She stretched her lips so much that she had to put a little bit back in just so her lips looked Mm -hmm. normal. Yeah. I can get behind Botox. Lip filler? Mm -hmm. I think a little bit. And you know, I think it's. If if you have no lips. Yeah. Then, you know what? I get it. But if you have normal-sized lips, like, I don't know. I I'm I get it. I'm, for, I'm on both parties. It's your body. Do whatever the hell you want with it. But not to the point where you're damaging yourself. And, like, you can't even close your mouth. Yes. Then it's just, it's not, then that, to me, is no longer good for your body if yeah. you can't even close your lips. But besides that, Gus and Nilsa didn't hook up. Better off friends. Gus really wanted it. He, he wanted to get lay. Oh, yeah. He hasn't all season. He is just, I feel like he paints himself out to be, I don't know, this just like poor me person. He's like, he wants to be that like sad puppy mm-hmm. that people help and feel bad for him. And he's like, oh, well, I had a rough upbringing and like, I was at the pound, and, like, why don't you adopt me? It's, like, "Mm, you're also an asshole, so... Yeah, exactly. You also, like, chewed up your past owner, all all of the shoes. You bit their child. Like, you can't... What's the real story? Yeah, exactly. We're not getting the full picture. So, him and Jeremiah, when we leave the beach, Mm -hmm. seem to be on good terms. Like... They are the last ones at the house together. Like, all of this stuff. Jeremiah makes up with Matt, or Maddie makes up with Jeremiah because Jeremiah didn't reach out to her. A whole other sidebar of like, Jeremiah is a fucking asshole for that whole thing, but whatever. I can get over it. Maddie got over it. I can get over it. But from that, I think Gus and Jeremiah are good. Mm -hmm. But then they hugged. Everything's good, you know. You hug, everything is fine. But then we find out what you were just telling me before we started recording. So he had this post on Instagram about how he came home in Arizona to the apartment he was living in with Josh, I mean, Mr. Jeremiah and his brothers, and all the stuff was put in boxes, like, all of his shit was basically ready to go for him to leave, and he just played himself out to be this victim, like, I have, he's like, and I had nowhere to go. The dog in a pound. The dog in a pound, and it's like, no, but... You have a huge doghouse out in back. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. He, he has money for, MCV money. So, you know, he, they're all being paid, you know, at least decent money now. In Arizona, it's enough to get an apartment or a hotel until you figure this shit out. Yeah. It, I don't feel bad for him. Like, I think that, I don't, I think Jeremiah is a bit of an asshole as well, but they're both assholes. Neither yeah. of them are innocent in this. And I don't feel bad for him because he has plenty of money. It, it's, like, did you ever see the season of Housewives of New, Jersey, of, of New York where Bethany is basically living out of hotels because her apartment, her ex was living in her apartment that mm-hmm. they had bought? She's, like, I'm the richest homeless person ever. And it's just, like, I felt bad for Bethany for the personal issues, but I didn't feel bad for her for not for having living a living in a hotel. Home. Yeah. Yeah, for living in hotels. Like, it's the same sort of situation. She's like, you have money. You can go and stay somewhere. I don't feel bad for you. Yeah. He doesn't have Bethany money, but he has, like, He has enough to live in Arizona or get a hotel in Arizona for a couple of nights until he can get an apartment. Yeah. No, he definitely does. And, like, I, Jeremiah is an asshole, but it was also Jeremiah's house with his, like, Yeah. Gus, read the room. Like. You guys weren't friends in the house. Why do you think you can just live with him? All of a sudden. Yeah. And it was pretty apparent, pretty much all season Jeremiah was saying, I don't want him living with us. Yeah. So just because you make up probably for TV, you think you're gonna go back and all is well again? Yeah, it's you you can't just like erase that much. Like there was so much that went on. Shit and like He went back and forth of, like, I can never forgive him and, like, all this. And the whole scene, he would call his brother and he's like, I can't have him live Mm -hmm. with us. Like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And then Gus to play, like, I know you're smarter than that. Come on. But he wants people to feel bad for him. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know if it was mission accomplished because it was not mission accomplished for me. No. I don't feel bad for Gus. And his little earring. (laughs) He he needs to grow up. I think that's his thing is he needs to mature a lot and oh, he yeah. needs to work on his personal issues. I think he has probably very deeply rooted
1: father okay, issues. He has a fuck
0: ton. So, I probably father and mother issues. So, he needs to work on himself before anything else. Otherwise, he's going to stay the same person. Yeah. Everyone else, which it was just your typical wrap-up show, so... It was just them partying, which is really nothing new to the I thought we were going to get a real Amy fight. Nothing. We Fucking nothing. Fucking MTV lied, so... They hyped it up so much, probably because the last episode was pretty dry, mm-hmm. so they had to put something in there to make us think that we were going to get a fight, and it was nothing. And I'm... You know what? It's impressive that Amy did not fight anybody once this season. I know. It's like her boyfriend did ground her. Yes. Even though he's a shitty person, even so, though he's a felon, I can't get over just how shitty of a like felon aside, he's yes. still cheated on her. Like, yeah, I mean, honestly, there are, I'm sure there are very nice felons. That was a little bit weird. <laughs> but there are. I know there are very nice felons, and it. I I'm not gonna. All right, I'm gonna dig myself out of that <laughs> hole. But felon yes, felon aside, he's a cheater. He's a cheater. So and there are no nice cheaters. I well, mean, that's a, that's, that's a lie too. Sorry, I keep on saying things. That no, are there are no statements. nice cheaters. You're not nice in that moment. You're not, it's nice, not nice actions. If you can cheat on someone that you're saying that you love, you're a shitty person. Like, I, like, if Ted were to cheat on me, I would hope all of my friends hated him. Oh, I would, first of all, I would completely (laughs) hate Ted. Like, you know, obviously I love both of you now, but at the end of the day, I was friends with you first, so... It would be done. See, in my head, I'm like, Ted's front's better be on my side. <laughs> like, cut off. No. I mean, listen. If I were cheated on, Matt ever cheated on me. You would think he was a shitty person. I would be like, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, and it would take you years. Like, it would take you a while to get to that point where you're like, okay, you're not an asshole anymore. It would take me a really <laughs> long time. <laughs> And even then, I think it would be, like, deep, deep down, I would think that. But I would just, like, figure out how to get over it. Well, there's people like Jared and Jessica. She cheated on him while he was deployed. Which is, that is a a different level of fucked up. And they're friends. And they love each other. And it was, like, so heartbreaking to watch, like, not heartbreaking, but, like, he is a lot of fluff, like it a is, lot of yeah. like, I just like you know it's not a hundred percent real. But then seeing them, it's like that felt real. It was real. That was real like, emotion. when she was confront not confronting him, but like asking him about the PTSD and like why didn't you tell me? It was just like one of those moments of like, oh shit, she had no idea. Like, and he's been through a lot. And he even said like, I mean, you were one of the contributing factors in it. Yeah, so I mean, not to m- mention like. I can't even begin to imagine all the things he saw while he was deployed. Things that nobody should ever have to see or go through. Yeah. And then on top of that, you come back home and this person that you married that you thought, maybe thought this, you know, this was going to last because it seems like they had a... Bumpy relationship mm-hmm. even before that to begin with, and but it seems like they rushed, like they, they rushed, rushed it because he's he being divorced. Yeah, and I think that's common in that in, situation because mm-hmm. you, you get the help, like there's the benefits to yeah. it. So, and you know, if you do love this person, which obviously there's still love between them, so if you love this person, you're gonna marry them because you want them to have those benefits in case something were to happen to you. Yeah, so I get that part, but I can't imagine coming back to that person. And you find out that they've ch- cheated on you after you've been, like, sacrificing all of this for them. Yeah. My life would literally be destroyed if Ted cheated on me, and neither of us are at war. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if we put it that way, like, we both work for a corporate environment. Like, I I can't even imagine him coming home and, and then that. finding that out. And jo- It's just, like, how do you ever trust anybody ever again? And now I can see, like, why he, like, last season he was going through all of that shit. And, like, he seems to be in a better place. Yeah, I think so. But I think he has a good support group. And, like, I think the people, like, on Siesta Key, yes, it's a fake show. But I really do think they rally behind him and support him. And, no, like, even the fact that I think someone brought it up maybe last week or, like, this. I don't remember when, but it was, like. Oh, could you imagine last year Alex throwing a birthday party no. for Jared? Like, and on the show they were even talking through that, mm-hmm. and it's like one of those things of like, I think it's like truly people saw Jared for who he was, and like, we're like he needs us right now in yes. this moment, and he's a good guy. You can he tell. Is. Oh my god, he. Oh, I would set up any of my friends with right? Jared. He's always trying to squash the drama. He's he's attractive. He's attractive. Like, he has a kind heart, and yes, like, Jared. If you ever want to move to Baltimore, Maryland, we know a we know ton people. of eligible, yes. single, beautiful women that are very, very kind. Very kind. They will not cheat on you. They will be very supportive partners. Yeah. He, I, just, I just want love for Jared. Even seeing the way that he was with Jessica. Who cheated on him. And he was still so kind to her. And mm-hmm. caring. And emotional. Yes. And his mom is so precious. So precious. She, she called him out. When she's like, well, why, like, she was essentially like, why the fuck is she visiting? <laughs> and I don't blame her. That's her son. Yeah. She cheated on him. And you know what? This is another thing. This is how you know Jared is really kind. Because multiple times people said, why, it didn't work out. And he could have called her out and been like, well, she cheated on me. Yeah. He never said it. He never said it once to anybody. Never. She said it. Yeah. So, he could have thrown her right under the bus, and he didn't. And that's a good person. Because I was wondering, when he was talking about her, like, why did they break up this whole time? Mm-hmm. And then it finally came out, and I was like, okay, that makes sense. But, like, he never said it. He was always like, oh, you know, we just had our differences. Like, yes. he protected her image up into the point that he could. Mm-hmm. And that takes a lot for somebody to do that, because, but I would be blasting that to everybody but it's oh do you know this guy he's a cheater cheater. let me oh can we make a billboard right now like oh his face yeah i can do that (laughs) Um, how much is it gonna cost it's fine (laughs) oh i have his credit card it's fine (laughs) (laughs) um it's, it's like so you get that jared right and then on the flip side you get alex which is a liar a manipulator and it's just Telling all the like, oh no! Like I only answer Juliet when she texts, and it's like that's not for six what happens. hours. Like you're not having a six hour conversation to tell somebody that you can't talk to them. Yeah, that would be boring as hell. Six hour conversation. I can't talk. I can't talk. I can't. Like that's not what you're doing. He is so shady, and the thing is, he gets so pissed off. Like he, he gets pissed off at Chloe for telling Alyssa. In the last episode about, you know, how she told Alex that he needs to say something. And it's like, but you're in the wrong, so you have no leg to stand on. You can't be mad when you're, you're still in the wrong. Regardless of if Chloe should have been relaying this information to Alyssa or not, you're wrong. Yeah, and then he tries to back out and he's like, well, I shouldn't have told her. Like, I shouldn't have said anything. It's like, you think that would have helped the situation? Is just No, but she's literally calling you out for the fact that you didn't say anything, and then you're going to say that you shouldn't have said anything. Can, Can we, we like, it? step back and, like, figure out what you're trying to say? He doesn't get it. He just... This is the thing I cannot stand about Alex, is he doesn't want to be held accountable for anything. And when somebody does try to hold him accountable, he makes it out like they are the bad guys here. Oh, yeah. And I... Probably feels though He was probably never held accountable by his parents in his life. I don't think so. He has so much money. They had so much money. They probably just threw money at him, and he didn't have to be accountable for anything. And he could get whatever he wants. And now, when people are like, no, you can't get what you want, he doesn't like it. Yeah, and I'm... There's a lot of those like, me reading on Facebook, like, people that hate Alyssa, but then people that really like her. Yeah. And I'm leaning towards the people that really like her. Like, she calls him out on his shit, which she needs. Yeah, she's too forgiving. Like, there's some... Like, she should be more mad at that stuff. But I think, like, she's a strong enough person to call him out on that shit. I'm sort of in the middle right now. I agree that I think she she's definitely the kind of woman who is going to call him out on things and not put up for things with things for so long. But there was... A little side to her I didn't like when she Julia is having a conversation with, conversation with her at their, like, bar grand opening. And Alyssa, I feel like, came at Julia a little aggressively, like, no, don't say, like, don't put this on him. But it's like, no, it's two people. But also, would you want your boyfriend's ex coming up to you when you know that they both have feelings for each other so. No, absolutely not. But I think there's just a way to go about. it. I don't know. Just from that one little scene, I got like a little bit of like mean girl vibe. Yeah, but I also think it was coming from that place of like, he's my boyfriend now, so don't, yeah. don't say anything. Like, and I think it's a little bit of insecurity as well. Mm-hmm. Because I, out of for all the fake relationships that are on the show, they are the ones that I, I feel still like the Alex are ones are. Real. Yes. Like, the Juliet Alex was real. The Alyssa Alex, obviously, is real, as we know that she's pregnant in real life. Yes. Like, and I think that all the emotions between Alex and Juliet, they always just feel very raw and real to me. Yeah. It's like, they're both not that great of actors and actors. No. Like, did you see all those things that people are like, oh, I don't think... Alyssa is actually pregnant and there's no pregnancy photos and it's like no she's just a tiny person to begin with. Yeah she is. And like she does have a baby bump it's not just like an extreme baby bump like Yeah I don't think that. I think she's truly pregnant. I don't think that. That's a storyline. That's a bit of a stretch there. Because eventually she has to have the baby. Yeah. Like why would you make up a pregnancy? Come on. Exactly. Who's gonna have the baby? If she's not pregnant. What's she (laughs) gonna say that she she miscarried. People are not going to go that far for a storyline. No, that's a sensitive, sensitive subject, and people are not that much of assholes, in, not even in reality TV. So yeah, I don't buy into that one. It's she's pregnant. Oh no, she's and she posted a picture. I forgot. Which it was definitely one of those like Addy type pictures of like because she does the she does the ads for I forgot what what company I forgot, but it was one of those like you could tell it was like ad quote mm-hmm. unquote. And there was a clear baby bump. So she's pre- she's definitely pregnant. This is a tangent, bit of a tangent, but I was looking at this person the other day on Instagram who's pregnant, and she's only having one child and is it she- looks like she's having like twins. <laughs> and it really scared me for a second. It's like I have- that's my worst fear. You're gonna have the biggest baby bump. Do you think so? Kelly. You're so tiny. But I'm so afraid. But it's of all it. belly. I know it's all belly, but here's this is what I was was telling Casey. I was like, I'm kind of afraid because I've never gained, like, a serious amount of weight in my life. You know, like, you know, 5 or 10 pounds here. But I've never had to gain, I've never gained, like, 25 pounds. Yeah. So I'm kind of, and I understand, logically, you're not fat. You're pregnant. No, I think, like, I think there's a different, like, since you know you're pregnant, you, like, or like, oh, there's a little baby. I, I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. Not there yet. But <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Because lately it's been terrifying me. And I don't know why. Because I have no plans to have children anytime soon. Definitely not there yet. But it's... You know what? I feel like it's because it's been popping up on my feed lately. <laughs> a lot of people, I think, around our age group are having babies. So I feel like I'm seeing more and more of it. And I don't like it. Because it's making me paranoid. But... Back to Siesta. She's definitely pregnant. I think, though, I have a feeling that if she did not get pregnant, there would still be a chance that Alex and Juliet would reconcile. As terrible and toxic toxic as they are for each other, it's very clear that they still have feelings for each other. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like, they are... I feel like Juliet and Alex are that couple that, like, started dating at that right time that, like, your, it's not your first relationship but it was your like most like meaningful and like deepest and like they're always going to have that for each other they have that connection they're always going to have a connection and i think so in the second episode um julia and alex are basically having a, a one-on-one so okay back up a second chloe calls a meeting for everybody it's like everybody's on their bullshit. They have to pay her more. That's what I was saying. Like, they have to pay her money to store things up. She, because, because she has, these are her actual friends, and she has to be the shitster, so. Yes, and she puts in overtime. So, I commend her for that. She really makes sure the show has good content. Oh, yeah. So, she calls a meeting for everybody. She's like, everybody has to show up mandatory. We need to work things out, because everybody's in disarray. And really, it's just Alex and Juliet that are in disarray. I know. Like, why does that, like, it makes no sense that everyone has to be there, <laughs> Why don't you just call a meeting between Alex and Julia? Like, exactly. But you know what? Maybe she wanted some buffers in the mess. So she calls it a seem meeting. it like everyone. Exactly. She calls a meeting. Julia and Alex are kind of fine in the beginning. And Julia's like, you know what? It's fine. I'm not going to call you out. It is what it is. Let's just move on. I'm I'm over it. And then Alex starts antagonizing her, as he always does, and She was just like, you know what, fuck it. You're a shit person. You are a shit person in our relationship. And she walks away. And then he goes and chases her. And they have this, like, heart-to-heart moment where she's just sobbing. Like, I miss my best friend. I miss being able to talk to you. And he has a moment, too, where he's like, "Like, what do you want? Yeah. What do you want from this? Almost as if, like, if you were to say right now, I want to get back together, I'm going to call Alyssa up and tell her we're done. But she doesn't say that. She just kind of continues to cry. Because she knows if she says that, like, she'll be the bad part. Like, she can't say that. Realistically, she cannot say that. So. Their relationship is one of those things, those ones where it's like, the highs are probably amazing. And the lows. Are the worst. It's like, probably hell. Yeah. And you can't, that's not a relationship that can be stable. No. It can't. It's not sustainable because, exactly. like you get so exhausted from the lows. Yeah, it's emotionally draining. Yeah. And that, you can't, you can't live your life like that. No. So, I think they still would have ended up together if the baby wasn't there, but honestly, Alyssa getting pregnant is probably best for all of them. I don't know, well, I don't know if it's going to be best for the baby, but we'll find (laughs) out. But I think other realization from these episodes was Alyssa has money. She has money, honey, and we did not know that. No, like I thought, oh, this is just a hairdresser. Not that there's anything wrong with being a hairdresser, but it's like, oh, this is a hairdresser, Like, no, but unless you own multiple salons and you're like the hairstylist to the stars, which she is not, no, you don't have serious money. She's no Mario. Like, no, unless you're a Mario or like a yeah. Chaz Dean, or you know the guy who does all the Housewives hair. I'm sure yeah. he has plenty of money. Unless you're one of those people. You're not loaded. No, not at all. But her lake house, goals, it was gorgeous. I, all of a sudden, I was like, oh, wow. She has some family money, huh? When she's like, oh, let's go to my lake house. Like, I was like, wait, what lake house? <laughs> Yeah, You're <laughs> picturing this little shack, a little cottage, like very cute, cozy. It's like, no, this is serious. This has a pool, grand staircase. The inside looks pretty nice. Everybody, right on the water with a dock. So that they can put their, the boats, like, she, and it all sort of makes sense. It's like, no, she can be a hairdresser because she comes from money. Oh, yeah. And she can afford all this shit. Be, yeah. Because she comes. The exactly. one thing that I thought was very petty was, fuck, what was happening? It was at the, what's the name of their bar? The Crescent Lounge yeah, or, like, something, something like, like that. that. Crescent something. Yeah. Where Juliet brings in the gift for Alyssa, like, yes. the bathing suit top. Mm-hmm. And Alyssa's like, it's my favorite bathing suit top. But then she's looking at it and she's like, it's the right size and everything. And then fucking Chloe rips it. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, You're being an asshole. Yeah, don't rip it. Like, let her at least wear the fucking bathing suit top. <laughs> yeah, at least one time. She's like, oh, how did she rip it? And she, like, pulled it hard. No, she like, did. It was not that easy. I, that, at that moment, I was like, like, Chloe, I, mm. You're being over-the-top extra. Yeah. Like, take it down one notch. The thing, I always say this, but the thing I love, too, about Tiesta is they have drama outside the show as well. There was some fight on Twitter between Chloe and Kelsey that makes it seem like Kelsey's on the outs, but you can never tell because... No, because then they upload videos where they're all together, so it's like, I can't, I, mm, I don't... I feel like Siesta Key has done a really good job of, like, bridging the inside drama with the outside. Like, they connect it all. So, probably next season or if they do a season B, it's going to be, like, Kelsey B. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Th- they do. And you can... I feel like they, they do a good job blurring the lines between what's manufactured and what's actually real. Yeah. You can never really tell. You're like, I think maybe they're fighting... Because they don't follow each other, but then you see them again the next week and they're all together hanging mm-hmm. out. So you never quite know. And maybe that's just how their relationship and friendship really is, is that they're, one day they're in, the next day they're out. Yeah. But I don't know how that's sustainable as a friendship. But it keeps you entertained because you're entertained outside of just a show as well. So then you want to watch it in and see, is, am I going to see something that relates back to this drama? That's yeah. happening now on Twitter or Instagram, whatever. No, they definitely do a good job of that. I think other shows haven't mastered. Like, they they just have the drama. like And even more so than I think The Hills was capable of doing. But, you know what? But also, there wasn't as yes. many social media outlets exactly. during That's the a time. good point. It was all, it was more so the magazines. And now you don't see them. They're not in, like, no. Us Weekly or whatever other. They're not in those tabloid magazines yeah. where, like, Instagram, Twitter, that's... The new means, so. Exactly. They they don't have to wait every week for an, a magazine to come out. Yeah. It's just every day they can be on it if they want to. Um, was there anything else in Siesta Key? Oh, the other thing was Ish and Madison breaking up. Oh, yeah. I, but we don't know if it's real, actually. I don't think it's real. I think they, I think they were too real of a couple to break up for something like that. For for her parents not being on board, which they probably already knew before filming started that Mm -hmm. that was the case. So it it almost feels like she doesn't have... Madison doesn't have much going on there, so she needed a storyline. So he's like, you know what, I'll break up with you on TV. Yeah. Every single time they talk about... Or, like, when Juliet's doing the voiceover for Madison, it's like, Madison's having a rough summer because her and Ish are doing long distance. And it's like, how many times are we going to hear that? Like... Also, it gets old, it's like, okay, a lot of people do long distance. Yeah, it's not... It's not that novel. And she doesn't look like she's living in, like, I don't... She's not super depressed. Like, yeah, it sucks, but you're still doing it. Yeah, people do it. He has enough money that he can fly out. She has enough money where she can fly out. Oh, yeah. The thing that I did like was, you know that restaurant they always film at? Yeah. And she's like oh, when's the last time you were at their trash? And he's like, was oh, sitting over there. And he's like, she's like, oh, is it weird being on the other side of the camera? Like, breaking the fourth wall again. Yes. Like, come on, to Siyasaki. I love when they do that. And because we don't get it that often. We don't get it. And speaking, okay, speaking of the fourth wall, I think we can transition to Jersey because this is honestly, I think. Jersey breaks the fourth they wall did. all the time. And they did it this last, so in the series finale, they did it big time. And I was like, me. I feel like we rarely get this from a Housewives show, where, for the most part, they're not breaking that wall at all. No. Uh, you know, aside from, obviously, like, the producers asking questions. Yeah. Or, like, the occasional, they have to quickly turn the camera yeah. and, like, capture something that's going on over here, and then, like, you see a producer in the background really quickly. Like, they're not actively breaking. doing Yeah. It. And... They're not actually interacting with the producers yeah. while they're filming. So we get back to, you know, it's after the the sit down with uh, Melissa and Danielle, mm-hmm. and Melissa comes back to the house and basically puts it out there like this. Step one, at. like don't invite like step one, don't invite Danielle back to anywhere. Like <laughs> she's she's a mess. Like, just, why can't we just get her off the show? <laughs> like, she won't go away. No, well, she's done. Well, she is. For done now. this housewife, so. Because, you know, she was a housewife, apparently. Eight seasons ago, but who's counting? Confused. <laughs> <laughs> so, Melissa sp- basically spells it out like, this is what she said that you told her to pull Margaret's hair. Yeah. And Margaret is the first one to say, I don't believe it. She would never do that. And how much of a fool had, how much more of a fool did she probably feel like when Teresa basically was like, "No, I did. No, I did." I didn't. First, she sort of was like, "You know, what? I don't really remember." Like I was drinking a lot. And then you have to. She has to relive it now. Like. And she has to rewatch it. And that was when Teresa broke the wall and flipped off the ca- producers and the cameras, and it was amazing. She sl- slaps all of the cups off of the table. She has a hissy fit. I just like. It's great, Um, but also, like, Teresa, like, you have been on how many, it's been years Mm -hmm. at this point, like, years that you've been on this show. How do you not know what the producers are going to catch and what they're not? But why would you think for a second they were not going to use that? You could hear her say, I hope they don't use this. You're mic'd fucking up. Yeah, and Melissa's like, no, they're going to use this because it's good content. Why would you think for one second, you telling Danielle to pull her hair, they're just going to be like, you know what? This is a little boring. We're going to cut this out. No, they're going to hold on to that piece of juicy fucking information until this shit happens. So that's when they're going to drop the bomb. And you know what? I read somewhere somebody said, like, Melissa's been waiting six seasons to be able to do this to Teresa. Oh, yeah. And this is definitely, like, Teresa's karma. Because we all know, years and years ago, Teresa's definitely the one who set up the whole stripper gate thing with Melissa Mm -hmm. and Kim D. So, for... Melissa's been playing the waiting game. Uh Uh-huh. Silently, sitting there, like, let me put up with this shit, because I got the... Like, I will get it when I need to get it, so... And it was perfect. And I don't think Teresa was upset because she felt bad. I truly think she was upset because she got caught. And it came out. And she didn't think it was going to somehow come out. So, I felt bad so bad for Margaret because can you imagine this is somebody who she actually thought not just like acquaintances. She thought she she was friends with this woman. And then to hear that this woman is egged somebody on to pull your hair, that's a huge betrayal. Yeah, I would be I like if I heard one of my friends did that, I like one I couldn't be friends with them again. No, like that would be The end of the friendship. You can never trust that person again. You can't confide in them because at some point they wished you harm. Yeah. And she kept on saying, you know, in the moments after that, like, I'm freaked out. I'm freaked out. And I feel like that's the way I would react because it's like you can't even process what's going on. No, you can't. And it sucks even more because it's like you have all of the cameras on you. You have... Um, it's not just you mm-hmm. and Teresa figuring it out. It's you, Teresa, million fucking other people, hair, makeup. Like, because you know they don't travel... No. ...lightly. So, like... I It's just, like, one of those things that's... One, sucks for the people on the other side of it. Like, I feel for Margaret. But, like, I, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't even know how to begin to process it if it was me. Me neither. And the thing that I... That was annoying me with Dolores is it, it was like she didn't seem like she was upset with Teresa for telling. For telling Danielle to pull her hair, she seemed upset that Danielle ratted her out. It's like that's not the issue here. Like was Danielle a rat? Yeah, we yeah. all know she's fucking sneaky as hell. Yeah, it's not like you were. I like I don't even know who else to compare it to, but it's not like you, the most like straight edge like person that never got on anyone's bad like. It's Danielle. Like, why are we being surprised that she's pulling this shit? Yeah, we're not talking about Mother Teresa here. Yeah. We're talking about low-down, sneaky, snaky person. Who hold on to bits of information, just like fucking Bravo and E! and MTV, like all of the shows, the producers, Mm -hmm. hold on to these bits of information and drop the truth bombs. So Yeah, when she feels like she's about to get kicked off the show, which is basically what she felt like because Melissa's like, I'm done with no you. No one wants you nobody around. wants you around. So she was like, you know what? I'm going to throw something in here in hopes that the producers will get this and keep me on. Oh yeah. And then Teresa cuts her off because she wasn't being a good little soldier anymore. Oh yeah. She wasn't doing Teresa's dirty work. Yeah. We have. I have not watched the reunion yet. I watched a little bit of it, but we can talk about definitely talk about it next week. And yeah, like it's all three part. The, yeah. So. There's going to be a lot of shit to unpack. I sometimes feel like the Real Housewives reunions, like, first episode, like, first part, great. Second part, eh, like, yeah, 3. But for some reason, I feel like the Jersey one won't be like that. I think it's going to be a lot. All I can tell you is just from, like, the 15, 20 minutes I watched of the reunion, Jennifer came out swinging for (sighs) no apparent reason. She was on another fucking level that she didn't need to be on. It was almost like she wanted everybody to hate her besides Teresa because she goes after M- Melissa. She sort of goes after Dolores. She goes after Margaret. After Jackie. She doesn't know when to stop. She ha- she has no, like, thought process to stop and think, shut the fuck up. Yeah. She was on another level, and I just think she's going to be intolerable for all three episodes. But we'll see. Hopefully she proves me wrong because- What was she wearing? Her. Oh, she had this- she, Look, here, here's the thing. She looks snatched as hell, though. She has this blue sort of like mini dress, long sleeves with. Oh, I think I saw a picture. Like gemmed, sort of like yeah. rhinestone. Yeah, she looked so tiny and like she looked amazing. But it's like. But it's from Lipo. Yeah, I was gonna say, she had like. Tommy like, Talk. How much? Yeah, she just had it. So, yeah. like, how much is. You're not trying for that. Like, no, you're right. going through surgery. So. She had. Listen, her look was good. I think her look was one of the... Bu- her... Better ones. Better ones. Her, Melissa. Jackie looked all right. Jackie's fashion sense is hit or miss. Yeah. She's either got it or it's like, oh. oh yeah. <laughs> Dolores looked good. I wasn't feeling Teresa's look, and I wasn't super into Margaret's look, but I really love Margaret. I think she... Her and Jackie, to me, are the most logical. Oh, yeah. Definitely. They... they They're can, logical, but, like, maybe not the best for the show. Exactly. Like, yes. That's the thing. Is like... But I think they're the, the voice of reason that we sometimes need. Because otherwise, it would just be freaking off the wall, all of them, all the time. And they're the ones who will check people. Oh, yeah. Like, you're acting like a delusional person. This is nonsense. Yeah. But we'll recap. Real Housewives mm-hmm. continuing. Um, 90 Day Fiance. It just started. It's before the 90 days. I personally is this your first season of before no i watched the one before that i okay. don't remember what it was but or, yeah but i like before the 90 days more than 90 day fiance because it's lower stakes oh much so, lower like, stakes you're just meeting that like you're talking online for a while you're just meeting them where before the 90 days it's like i meant for 90 Days, it's like you have to fucking get married in 90 days because this is your fucking life like, yeah it's like marriage or bust it's very high stakes and it's before the 90 days, it keeps it light and fluffy, so... Very light. I feel as though... Here's the thing. And I, they get the fucking weirdos. <laughs> they get the weirdos. I get that the, the beginning episodes, they have to introduce people. Yeah. That's part Which of it. Which is never fun. But, it, yeah, it's a little dry. Yeah. It's, so. it's a lot of, like, information we don't need. Yeah. So, we have Angela, I would say 2.0, but... I don't think she's quite on the same level. No, I like Angela a lot better. But she is entertaining. I think she's going to be entertaining. Yeah, I think she'll be... It's like dollar store Angela. Yes. Knock off Angela. Yeah. Like... I don't know about... I feel like Angela is a little bit dollar store, so maybe like nickel nickel and dime. So, (laughs) what's her... Lisa and Usman. 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 He's a soldier boy. Yeah. He's a Nigerian. So why is it like everybody, like, ha, you know, there's always somebody from Nigeria on the show and there's always somebody from Russia and there's always somebody from South America or.
1: And then know. there's always
0: somebody from England, too. Although that guy is not from England. We'll get to yeah, him. Yeah, we'll get to but him, but he's so not from England. Lisa and Usman, like Usman, her plan is to get married over there. Like, she's not even playing around with this fucking K-1 visa. She's she says, like, I'm going to get married. Little, I just, like, we looked it up right before this. They're fucking divorced already, so, like, how great was that marriage? Yeah, I wouldn't, just based on the episodes I've seen, I'm like, this is not gonna last. The best thing, if we're just recapping these people high level, because we haven't learned that much, but, like, she's fucking crazy. She's just like, oh, I'm gonna give him something that, like, he's never had before. I'm not gonna use a condom. So I'm sure he's probably had plenty of sex without a condom condom to be fair. Oh, Yeah. Like, he's a quote unquote celebrity. So he's Soldier Boy, but it's spelled differently. Spelled differently than the actual soldier yes. boy. So the Soldier Boy that we all actually know. Um, but yeah, when she said the condom thing, I was like, You're gonna have sex with this man you've never met in person without a condom. And you trust that he got tested. Did you see the results? Were you there with him? I don't trust that. Okay, Lisa. Like, maybe, like, at least fucking Angela is smarter than Lisa. Oh, definitely. And, she, and Lisa has nurse friends, so she should know better. I don't know if Angela has nurse friends, They're but both in, like, the same, like, I think they're both, like, hospice nurses or something. Oh, really? Like, they're very similar. They give off a similar vibe. I just... It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. And at least Michael and Angela, like Michael's not famous. Yeah, because she's like, all these women <laughs> leaving comments on his post. She, she literally texts him, like, who's this woman who left a heart on your My coworker post? wouldn't. And it's like, oh, your coworker at the fucking hospice wouldn't put, like, I love you, but like, let's rethink the the comment right now. If, if I get it because she has insecurities from the past, but then a celebrity is not the person for you. Yeah, because they're gonna get girls blowing them up the whole time, their whole time. Because that's part of the career. That's part of the lifestyle. Yeah. If that's not the, something you're comfortable with, then that's not the person for you. Oh my god! And then he did the whole music video, and she's like, he couldn't even get like someone that looked like me or like a shadowy figure to play. It's like, no. Who would want to watch that? Like, you want to watch an attractive lady, an attractive man, like. Music video, not like a shadowy figure. Like, Ooh, that's part of the industry. And she's just not understanding the basic fundamentals of music. He definitely wants to come over here and get famous. famous. Oh, so. 100%. He, that is his plan. There's a travel ban for Nigeria right now. So. Oh, is there? Mm hmm. So, oh, so what about Michael? Unknown. Oh, but. But I mean, that's why they're married now yeah, and like married. they can prove hardship just like Omar and. Okay, Avery. Avery. Okay. But then we have Ed and. Rosemary, Rosa Maria. I don't know what her name is. I don't know if I trust Rosemary, Rosa Maria, <laughs> whatever her name is. I kind of like Ed. I like he's a Ed, sucker and he's gullible, but he seems to have a good heart. He does, and I feel bad for his daughter. Me too. That is uncomfortable. But the the funniest thing has to be is like they're making such a big deal about his height and how he lied about his height. But honestly, 4'11 to five one five two, not that... It's not like he said he was 6'4. Yeah. On- like, come on. Honestly, it's like, if you're one, you you're already short anyway, so yeah. you might as well just downgrade a couple inches too, because it's all the same at that point. Yeah, like, that's not gonna... I think she'll have a bigger problem with you putting mayonnaise in your hair. So. <laughs> That's wild. It that cannot be good for your hair and your pores. No. Not at all. But we haven't like it will start building up more like yeah. when we get over there. Um then we have Avery and Ash. Ash is the from Africa, but he lives in Australia. But he lives in Australia. Um What do you think like I can't get a read on him. Me neither. I think she has valid concerns that because he is a relationship coach that he knows. Is he just saying everything? Yeah, he knows exactly what to say. So, I think that's a a valid concern, especially Mm -hmm. with long distance. It would be one thing if she met him in person. You can sort of start to see that through that if you're in person, but. Also, the funniest thing has to be is, like, she does the food block, like, whatever she does with the weed. And, like. I'm pretty sure that eating a marijuana leaf doesn't get you high. I don't... Yeah, I don't believe so. That's not the part of the weed (laughs) that gets you high. It's the buds and, like, all of that that has the THC not eating the leaf. Like... Yeah, I think it's just sort of for show. I think it's for show, but I also... Like, I was talking to someone at work about this. Maybe TLC can't show marijuana. Yeah, honestly, I could see that. But... Because it is... Even if she's living in, she, even though she is living in an area where it's legal, still federally it's illegal, yeah. so I could see that. And they don't even probably want to get into the legality no. of that. And the other thing that I thought was weird was Ash has a son. Mm-hmm. Not that that's weird, but, like, he's just like, yeah, he's gonna come to, like, if I was someone's mother, hell fucking no. Not, it's not even like it's England to the US. No. It is fucking Australia, like... Although it is, oh, they, they can live go in in Washington. Oh, they right? yeah, so, I forgot they live on the west coast. They can coast. go reverse. So I'm it's, thinking like east coast. <laughs> yeah, it's actually probably about it. It's far, Equal. but it's not as bad as we're yeah. thinking. But but still, like I mean, here's the thing. I don't think we're getting the full story there because, like you said, if that's my child, you're not fucking taking him to another country where it's going to take me multiple hours to get on a plane to go and see him. Yeah, no, not happening. Um. I want to know what else happens there, because I think they might work. But, like... But I'm also leery because they've broken up several times already. Oh, yeah. In only, like, six or seven months. It's not a good sign for the long term. No, not at all. And then, I mean, we have Darcy. She's back. We can't can't get rid of her. I was so mad at TLC, because they're showing her in the previews trying on wedding dresses. And it's just, it's false. Come on, TLC. Why are you playing with my emotions? Like. it's just, what is even the point? Because it doesn't seem like they're going to be together. No. He's, like, why is she on the show? He's stringing her along. He had such a glow up, though. Oh, he did. He lost so much weight. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he's he looks good. And he even was like, I feel better. I feel yeah. healthy. Like, yeah, you look looking. Yeah. But Darcy, on the other hand, like, Stacey looks worse than Darcy when it comes to the plastic surgery, but like. I think she has to have body dysmorphia. She has to have something. She has to have something. And it's like, if I was a plastic surgeon, I would want to make sure that my clients look the best. Mm-hmm. Not let me pump them up with filler just, for the just money. because they want to. Mm-hmm. I would want to make sure. That's my seal of approval. That's my stamp. Like, yeah. that's everything on there. And whoever she goes to is just like... Oh, you, you said you want more? Okay, sounds good. Like... Well, as a doctor, you're supposed to do no harm. Yeah. That's clearly not what's happening here. You're doing something, so... It's, and then even when they were trying on wedding dresses, Stacy's like, makeup with the contour was terrible. I mean, even... You, you see these episodes of Botched, and they... They're gonna be on Botched soon. They are. Because they get in these crazy cases of these people who want ribs removed or something else removed or something added, and they're on just for content, but they never agree to do their surgeries because they know mentally they are not in a place where Mm -hmm. they can have those surgeries and make a sound decision. Yeah. So that their doctors, surgeons, plastic surgeons, need to take a page out of uh, Dr. Dubrow and Dr. Nassif's books. Oh, yeah. And then... We haven't... There's two other couples we haven't really, like, met, met, but we'll talk about them later. But then there's Jeffrey and Varia. So problematic. First of all, we already know TLC's uh, standards are pretty low. They stand outside of the jails. They, They... We knew they were low, but we didn't know they were this low. Yeah. So... Jeffrey does... Kudo... I... I don't know. Kudos to, like, TLC for making him talk about, like, one of his arrests, because... Even other people that have been arrested before don't really talk about it. So, he talks about... I forgot which one he talks about. I... Something about when he was really, really young and, like, all this stuff. So, he talks about something, and he's like, I haven't told Varya. Okay, well, are you going to tell her about everything else, too? So... And this is all alleged because he hasn't been convicted of anything? Yeah, he only talked about the one where he was convicted. But... He's been arrested four times. So it's not, this is not, like, a rare occurrence Mm -hmm. and a freak incident. He has been arrested multiple times, and he has has multiple allegations of domestic abuse, sexual abuse. I think two of his wives have accused him of rape. Yeah. So he's been accused of kidnapping, abuse, rape, child endangerment, dealing drugs, felony larceny, theft and battery, and he's barred from entering Canada, ever. That's something so, there. I mean, that is something right there. You, they don't bar people for nothing. So what happened was, apparently one of his ex-wives fled to Canada to get away, like, her and herself. Mm-hmm. I meant her and her children fled to Canada to get away because he had been abusing the boys physically, or, like, accused of abusing yeah. the boys physically and using his children as drug mules. That's what I I read that, too, as well, that he was using accused of using them as drug mules, which is just another form of low you're going to involve your children in your illicit Mm -hmm. activities so there's i forgot what instagram this is but there's like five lines and the first one is alleged child endangerment and abuse he's been accused of abusing his boys physically and using them as drug mules during the time of his convict he was convicted of dealing opiates and was accused of bringing his children along to drug deals so like he was convicted of drug dealing i think that's the one he does talk about But then also it goes on to say he's been accused of abusing his ex-girlfriend, including a violent attack in which he dragged her, her, like, essentially, like, slammed her down on the ground and dragged her across a wooden floor. And she had, like, a concussion and, like, he broke her cell phone so she couldn't call for help. And, like, she tried to get to the neighbor's house to call 911 and, like, there was blood all over the house and everything. So, like... It's, like, things like that. Like, TLC, what are you doing? It's even... To me, even if you have somebody who is accused of these things... Yeah. You shouldn't be airing them, regardless of... This is my feeling, is that he has multiple allegations. This is not one woman who's come out, and, you know, they had a nasty breakup, and so... It It, it says on here that he has a total of four ex-wives, and three... Out of the four have accused him of rape. Yeah, that's a pattern. That's not one out of the four. Exactly. That's, it's more than half. Like, you, that's something you have to take seriously. Yeah. So, I, three quarters are saying that you've raped. Like, that is a large percentage. Yeah. So, like, one, I feel like someone did not do their homework. No. At TLC. He just seems like a garbage person. Honestly, I fast-forwarded through his scenes because I'm like, I don't want to even give life to this man. There's also this one where allegedly, and, like, all of these are alleged, alleged except the drug dealing. But, allegedly, he abused his pregnant ex- ex-wife and locked her in a hotel room in Costa Rica without food or water. She claimed he, she was forced to deliver a baby alone in the hotel room. And it's speculated that he might have been dealing drugs at the same time. Like, Regardless, like, he was still convicted of dealing drugs and, like, yes, that's shitty. But George was also on season and he was dealing weed, whatever. But, yeah, like, I don't mind so much that. Nothing about this stuff. There's no, been no one on TLC that this much shit has come out about. It's just even if one of the things are true, he's a garbage person. It, if it's just one of the accusations are true. And, like... Three out of the four, I think I was telling you before we started recording, like, I've never been accused of something, like, yes, there might be that one shitty person that accuses you of something, and it's like, like, we live in a culture where it's like, it should be innocent until proven guilty, but you're really guilty until proven innocent in the, in society's eyes, but, like, three out of four, like, that is a fucking lot. Yeah, that's just, that's more than just, and I think that... The majority of accusations that come out, the majority of people are not lying. Yeah. So, yeah, we have, like, you know, we believe survivors. So, but, you know, there are people who do make things up. I'm not saying it's the majority of people, but there are a slim amount that do. So, you have to sort of, I do still think it should be, you know, innocent until proven guilty, but that's not the society we live in, like you said. So, for him to have all these allegations and to CLC, for TLC to still put him on, it's problematic. Do a fucking case search. Like, do a background check. Easy. Like, even if they weren't convicted, his arrest record will still pop yes. up. Like, use your fucking head, TLC. Especially in this era of Me Too and women's rights. How did you think this was going to go over well? Yeah. With your audience. And I don't think someone like Varia... She seems like a very strong, like independent, level-headed woman will put up with his shit. And I hope not. I honestly yeah. hope that if these allegations are true, I hope they don't end up together. Because No, he, I hope they don't. He if all of these allegations are true, he's honestly a monster. He has serious issues and he should be with no women. Yeah. Or Varya fucking use him. Like, get to America, leave his ass. But he it's like even you that. You still have to put it up with it for yes. three years. So, like... And you don't know how... If this is all true. He sounds like a dangerous person to have to live with. Yeah. Say you need your own private space. Like, you want to live like Gwyneth Paltrow. You need your own quarters. <laughs> uh, I just... I don't understand it. I don't think anybody should be giving him platform. I think that's all we had to spill for this week. We kind of left it on a little bit of a heavy thing. So, next week... Uh, We'll make sure to lighten it up a little, but just do your research on Jeffrey. Make your own decisions, whatever. But that's just how we feel. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Weekly Spill. And you can listen to us anywhere a major podcast can be listened to. And Sunday we will be back for a special episode of Love is Blind. I'm so excited for the reading. I'm watching it tonight. So, But we'll see you guys Sunday. Bye. Bye. <laughs>